Good morning, City Church. This is City Church together for Thursday, May the 7th. Um, hope you all are doing well this morning. Here's a scripture I want to share today, and we're actually, this is going to be sort of a two-parter. We're talking about um, what to take personal responsibility for, challenges, you, you know, that God um, may be bringing to us to take personal responsibility in our um, apprenticeship of Jesus, our walk with Jesus, our faith. Um, so I'm going to introduce something to you uh, today, and then tomorrow uh, we're going to start um, a, a series of um, sort of some things to pray about. We're going to be delivering some prayer points to you, um, but I will pick this back up. So I want to start with um, a narrative, so a story, a vision of this. And then um, we will get into some of the weeds of how to be a person like this um, when we pick it up um, next week. All right, here we go. Acts chapter 7. If you got your Bible, Acts chapter 7, you can open up to um, verse 54. Acts chapter 7, 54. Um, let me set the scene here because this is the end of a longer narrative. This is Stephen. Um, in my Bible, which is the CSB version, there's a little heading that says the first Christian martyr. So we're, we are about to engage in um, listening to Stephen's death. Um, and Stephen has just um, been rounded up basically for being a Christian. And uh, he, is, uh, he has just uh, preached the gospel, the long-form gospel, the longest sermon in the book of Acts. He has just preached this to people who are standing around accusing him of treason and ready to stone him um, if he professes Jesus. So that's what has just happened, and we pick up in 54. When they heard these things, they were enraged and gnashed their teeth at him. Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven. He saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God, and he said, Look, I see the heavens opened and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. They yelled at the top of their voices, covered their ears, and together rushed against him. They dragged him out of the city and began to stone him. And the witnesses laid their garments at the feet of a young man named Saul. While they were stoning Stephen, he called out, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. He knelt down and cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against him. And after saying this, he died. And that's the word of the Lord from Acts chapter 7. Um, we have been talking um, since and even before uh, the COVID-19 quarantine started about a non-anxious, being a non-anxious presence. Um, I introduced you in the first sermon um, post-COVID-19, um, uh, sort of the five characteristics of being, uh, or the five characteristics that are opposite of a non-anxious presence, and um, what I want, here's the picture that I want to give to you today, and then I'm going to relate it to Stephen, um, something that's been helpful recently in my reading about this. Um, a person in their life can experience um, um, things that happen to you that are less than ideal or painful, okay? And the sources of those things um, are pretty much on three, what we'll call three different dials, okay? So picture like a radio dial um, or knobs on a radio or like the knobs on your stove, okay? One of those dials is um, God, right? We'll, we'll label that God. Like that's something that's 
completely outside of your control. It's, you know, did a, a, the dial turned all up to 10 is like an asteroid from outer space comes in and just crushes your house. Uh, if you want to see a biblical example of the dial turn up to 10, uh, read Job. Like that is God turning the dial of that outside pressure and heat all the way up to 10 or, you know, I suppose more theologically accurate for Job, allowing Satan to do that. Okay, turning that all the way up to 10. Then you have um, then you have the middle dial. Okay, so there's the God dial, which you just have zero control over. The middle dial is other people. Okay, so your your community, the, the relationships, you might you might say. Um, and that dial also goes from zero to 10. And that dial obviously can be turned up the heat or the pressure that you get um, from uh, the relationships around you. That dial can also be turned up to 10 and you don't have much control over that. You can communicate uh, with people and sway people and you can there's some level of sort of control we can exercise over our relationships and others. But but. Um, to a large degree, other people have to make their choices, and that's, that's it. Like, we can't make choices for people. And then there is the third dial, and the third dial is um, the dial that you do control, and that is your um, uh, reaction, okay, or your reactivity, okay? So this is a, a, a reactivity dial that's turned all the way up to 10 is what, um, what a scientist might call a lizard brain. Like it is, it is, it is just totally reactive. It is an animal, totally reactive to its environment. You yell at me, I yell back at you. You call me a name, I call you a name. It is the height of sort of dysfunction in families, or in, um, or in government, or or in uh, education. You know, name the institution or the system, like that. When that reactivity is turned up, and that's all of the things. That um, that's all of the things like blaming people and herd mentality that we talked about in a, in a sermon several weeks ago. OK, so those are your three dials. I want you to picture those in your head. You've got God. You got no control over that. That's whether it's at zero and nothing outside of you is kind of messing with you or 10. Um, and and that first dial certainly affects the second dial, which is the relationships in your life. You have a little bit of control, but still people make their own choices. Zero to 10. How terrible people are being to you. Um, be that your own family or, or you know, uh, just people that, uh, who are the people in your neighborhood from Sesame Street? Um, but that third dial, that's you. That's what you have control of, okay? I would argue that um, the, that, that third dial is the one that we need to be paying attention to. And that third dial is typically the last thing that we pay attention to. In fact, what we often do is we sort of build a box, a protective box around that third dial to make sure that we never touch it. And we focus all of our attention on changing God's dial for him or changing the dial for other people. If I could just get that other person, if I could just get these people in my life to stop X, Y, Z or God, I can't believe you did this to me. Why don't you just. Okay, so that's what we typically do. And I believe what God is calling us to is to focus on that third dial to turn down the reactivity down to zero where we get to the point of self-differentiation. Okay, self-differentiation, big word. Let me remind you what that is. That's just yourself is differentiated from the environment around you. In other words, 
I don't have to. If chaos is around me, I don't have to be chaos or be chaotic. If insults or derision are happening to me, I don't have to respond with insults and derision, okay? Self-differentiation is knowing who you are, to whom you belong, so that you can act on an environment and not react to it or become a part of it, all right? So reactivity is all the way up to 10. That's full lizard brain. Down to zero, that's a self-differentiated person or leader. Now, what we just read is a picture of this. And I'm going to explain this in more detail with another passage we'll go to next week. But I wanted to start with this picture today of Stephen. Think of Stephen in this passage. The God dial is turned all the way up. For whatever reason, which becomes clear in the book of Acts, if you just flip the page, you can actually read why, the, like the outworking of Stephen's martyrdom here. But in, in Stephen's situation, he doesn't know the why. He's just there, and for whatever reason, God is allowing these people to have cornered him. So the God dial is up to 10. you got people with stones ready to throw at him. And the people dial, of course, is all the way up to 10. you got people with stones ready to throw them at Stephen. But Stephen's reactivity dial is all the way down to zero. Complete and utter self-differentiation, so much so he reminds us of Jesus. And so look how he responds to God. Look how he responds to God. He, he pictures he pictures what it is going to be like. He said, look, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing right at the hand of God. He longs to be in the presence of God. He's, he's not blaming God. He's not saying, oh, God, get away from me, or I, I can't stand you. He is actually, even though God has dialed him all the way up to 10, he is picturing being together with God, okay? And then what's his attitude toward people? What's his attitude toward people? After he, again, expresses um, in verse 59, um, while they were stoning, Stephen called out, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. In other words, let's get together. Okay, Look what he says about people. Even though, the, even though that middle dial is dialed all the way up to 10 and his relationships are, are they're literally killing him, he says, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. He loves them and forgives them. Why? Because he is that non-anxious presence. He is that self-differentiated leader that has paid attention to the dial that he has controlled of and is constantly in repentance because he's seen Jesus die for him, has turned that dial down to zero and keeps a monitor over that dial so that he is not reacting in a negative way to God. He is not reacting in a negative way to these people who certainly are doing an injustice to him. Instead, he is longing for the presence of God and to experience the presence of God more deeply, and he is longing for the people that hate him to be forgiven and also welcomed into God's presence. Now, I'm not there. I suppose you're not there. And it can be very frustrating to say, I want to be like Stephen. I want to be that self-differentiated person. I want to be that non-anxious presence in the midst of chaos, but I'm not there. What I want you to press into is simply this today. Will I take personal responsibility? That's what that third dial is. That third dial is personal responsibility for my reactivity to evil done against me or for evil that God allows in my life. Will I reject the idea that I'm going to blame God Will I reject the idea of proving that 
the people were wrong and I was right. And will I pray for their forgiveness and long for the presence of God? This is the picture. I promise I'll, we'll get into this more next week as we look at another passage of Scripture. But I just want to see one part. There's many of these in Scripture. But Stephen is definitely a beautiful example of this self-differentiated person who loves, even though the heat on the first two dials is turned all the way up, he's still focusing on I'm keeping what I have control of, personal responsibility of who I am and how I react. I'm keeping a monitor on that dial. So will you take personal responsibility for your reactivity? Let's ask God into this moment, and let's let our prayer today be that his spirit makes us like Stephen. Let's be silent together before we pray. Heavenly Father, without the indwelling of your spirit, um, without you controlling us by your spirit, we have no hope of being anything other than a lizard brain reactionary person. Yet, with your spirit, we have hope of goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, peace, patience, self-control. Will you indwell the people of City Church with your spirit in such a way that we are filled up and controlled by him? Show us through your word as we continue in this vein. Show us in your word how to do that where repentance needs to happen in my life to take personal responsibility for my reactivity to others. Thank you for your faithfulness to finish the work you've started in all of us. In Jesus' name, amen. City Church, I love you. Go and multiply the gospel.